Hey, Sams. Hey, Lana. Remember how we said I totally have a radio ad voice? A showman. You know, that will come in handy now that we're looking for sponsors to be featured on the show. You heard it here first. We are now looking for sponsors for the show. Want to have your ad featured on one of our episodes? Check out our sponsorship deck on our website or send us an email to shewellread at gmail.com. are back welcome back (laughs) bro that sounds so fake (laughs) oh my gosh this is just it's just odd we're in an odd situation right now i feel like the whole world is in an odd situation right now it's extremely Um, odd it's like fairly odd parents up in here not timmy turner not timmy real timmy (laughs) oh my goodness but okay so Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of season two of She Well Red. We Wee. here. Season two. <laughs> and we are currently recording not together. Like, we are together, but we're not together, if that makes sense. We're like 30 miles away from each other. And I would walk 500. <laughs> Girl, don't even fright. You would not. Five hundred miles. Well, maybe you would. Depending on the circumstances. Yes. What's that word? Circumstantial. (laughs) Depending on the circumstances. Yes. But this is not one of those circumstances. (laughs) Period. It's coronavirus, guys, and these cases just keep going up. Up and up and up. Like Uh, a roller coaster ride, but it's like at the horror museum of terror. Yes, and where it's just constant. And darkness. Yes, it's just constant. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, God. Um, but anywho, so Samra's at home. I'm at home. Kim's at home. And we are recording virtually. So this season, it's going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to shake some things up. But the main goal is staying safe and healthy which we advise all of you to do as well so mask up social distance get your hand sanitizer your antibacterial wipes in the car all of it all of it it. take your vitamins yes yes we pop pills in here (laughs) but only vitamin pills (laughs) only the good kind we only pop the good pills here in she well red um so weak speaking of did you ever get vitamins well you know i always got my little prenatal vitamins which i just re-upped from walgreens shout out to my girl green um (laughs) and but no like i've been saying i'm gonna get fish oil for my mental health i have yet to do that because that's it's expensive not if you get it from walmart oh okay put me on lana living like lana put me on (laughs) <laughs> okay so i'm gonna get my fish oil from walmart and i just got paid so you know first of all we not even first of all but like we we need to pay our um business tax. our business privilege tax because we're an llc in here hey that was like a really smooth transition i didn't realize i was doing just like I, it just kinda... LLC. <laughs> we gotta pay that tax <laughs> Right, like almost like a, a Debbie simple. Ryan moment. <laughs> right, like a Debbie Ryan, like oh my gosh, I have to. Who me? Whose <laughs> hair? Speaking of, I'll post on the Sheila Red story when this episode drops. But there's this really funny picture of me when I was like a little, a wee, a little. What'd you call me before? A lad. Yeah, we lad. A wee lad, um, where I look just like Debbie Ryan, or it feels like a tribute to her. I feel like I've seen said picture and I can vouch, yes. Snapchat. Yeah. It was you that told me, you're like, you look like the Debbie Ryan meme. And I was like, you're so right. 
that sounds like me so i don't think yeah that's probably what happened yeah you know when um, you go home for thanksgiving and you just start going the through the, the memories and you just reminisce for a second Mm-hmm. pictures you've probably seen 20 times already but you look at it again right i always leave with something new every time and that's on going home <laughs> period <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, Samar, do you want to introduce this season's book? No, I feel like I did <laughs> last season, and I feel like it was because I was the one that chose it. And this season, oh. you chose it. So I'm going to let you start, okay? Oh, okay. I and that's just our period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so some of you may have seen or heard from our collaboration to shout out Freedom Revamped. Um, that we, yes, they are. We love them. Um, that we are reading More Than Enough by Elaine Welteroth. Yes. And the reason I chose this book was because I feel like, especially now, because I chose this book pre-pandemic, but wow. now we need to what right what, I don't know what was that, that I don't remember <laughs> I can't comprehend Me? not wearing a mask at that time what not six feet apart <laughs> what not the whole world losing its mind oh my gosh <laughs> but anywho but I feel like um it's definitely a book that will help us and you um just realizing re-realizing your worth or realizing your worth because you know some people have a hard time with that and that may be you but here we are we're about to re-realize and realize things together this is gonna be the year or no the season of realizing things Ooh, do you remember i i can't take credit for that that was a kylie jenner quote girl i have to send you i'll i'll post that also when this episode drops but i'll send it to you like you know soon it's like a video of her in 2017 or something like vogue was interviewing her and they were like mm-hmm. you know it was like the end of the year and it was like what what is one thing you learned this year like you know something like that describe 2020 in one mm-hmm. sentence and she was like you know i just really feel like this was the year of realizing things and like people just really went in on her like oh i'm weak you know but she really does like sometimes say really simple things but there's this deep i feel like there's a lot you know there's you know what i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and bash her like everybody else (laughs) Um. (laughs) but you were the primary one just bashing her right right but then i realized that i don't i really don't know this girl (laughs) i really don't know this girl personally so i can't attest to anything her family is problematic though we gotta get something needs to happen with this appropriation because it's not cool i know and it continues to happen and i don't they don't never apologize for it right it's like a ahaha but we still gonna do it and it's like ahaha no stop we're tired that's the point yeah yeah for sure right we're we're tired but here they are still with millions of followers and fans and people who support their behaviors so there it's this is a two-sided story but that's a whole different episode a whole different topic I feel like it is slightly related, though, because, you know, self-worth. That's what it all comes down to at the end of the day. Like, how do we view ourselves? How do we view others? Et cetera. Right. Et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. This is true. This is very true. But um, anyway. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Realizing things. Yes. So... And also, as you guys know or don't know, we read these books as we go. So we have not read the whole book yet. We have read the foreword, the intro, and chapter one, which is what we're going to discuss today. Um, So, okay, now, Samara, the last time I gave you the option to kick it off, but now I'm telling you to. No. Oh, my gosh. She's telling (laughs) me. Okay. This is also the season. (laughs) <laughs> the season of expansion. We're going to expand our horizons and wow. push ourselves. Oh. 
to do things that make us uncomfortable? No, not uncomfortable. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like to be uncomfortable. I mean, who does? You know? Some weird people do, though. I, yeah, I figured. I was like, if she don't say it, I'm going to say it. But yes. There are some people, I feel like I've watched like talks, like TED Talks or something like related to that, where it's like, I love to be uncomfortable. If I'm not uncomfortable, I'm not growing. Honestly, that's like a whole side of Twitter where it's like. It is. <laughs> it's like just nonstop um, self-promoting. It's just like, girl. <laughs> right, right. I'm but not ashamed to, to say I, I prefer to be comfortable. Personally. And that's okay. Right. Okay. Well, since you asked me to start, I want to start before the table of contents. If you're reading along with us, it's like Ooh. a quote, right? I took it way back. She took it way, way back. All the way back to the <laughs> the page before the table of contents. <laughs> so it says, if I didn't just define myself for myself, I would be crunched into other people's fantasies for me and eaten alive. And that is a quote by Audrey Lord, which I thought was just fantastic. I think I took a picture of it, put it on Instagram because I was moved by it. No truer words have been said. Like if you are so constantly worried about what this person's gonna think of you or what this person's gonna think of your five-year plan or how it's gonna be received by the general public when you post this or when you do that, like, it will rob you of whatever creativity you have been given because you're so you're in other people's business so um you in my business don't do that yeah don't Don't do 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 it (laughs) (laughs) what is it that tabitha brown says that's not my business yeah that's your business Right. Um, also, side note, there will probably be many TikTok references during this season. That's where we um, are as a society. That is, so. that is where we are. Uh, so somebody should play a drinking game of how many TikTok <laughs> references did they make in an episode? Maybe we should play the drinking game and put it on IGTV or something. Bruh, I feel like I'd black out on IGTV. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> because my tolerance be is... Maybe we could yeah. do like one shot and then one water shot and then one shot. And yeah, then yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I like, like that. We recommend that to anyone who does that. Yes. Stay hydrated yes. out here. Period. Keep your strength. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Liquid <laughs> IV. <laughs> Just but, kidding. But like, please sponsor us. Right, 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 right. If you're Liquid IV, hit us up. She will this And you're even a, <laughs> a listener, just go ahead and send them an email. Shout out to She Will Red. They want to um, be they want to they want to be sponsored by you. Right. Maybe we'll even tag them in this episode post because why not? Why not? Right. You miss all the opportunities you don't take. And that and that's on period. That was not even in the book. That's all me. I don't know. I'm sure somebody said that. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure I've heard that many, many times. It's a common quote. Okay. All right. It's for, it's for everyone. Everyone said it. Period. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're skipping past the table of contents and now we're at the forward. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you say Ava's last name? I don't want to butcher it. I was really hoping you knew how. It sounds like it's, um, Creole or something, which is why I was hoping that you would know. <laughs> well, my Creoleness of me would think it's Duvernay. Okay, let's go with it. Ava Duvernay. But if we're saying it wrong, we are so sorry. And please correct us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry, Ava. Unless we're right, in which we love you. We retract. We retract and love you. <laughs> <laughs> we retract and but we don't retract that we love you because we love you. Yes, period. Um, yo. I I mean, I don't I don't really like what do you want me to I, I can I can help you out here. I can help you out. You I wanna jump in? You wanna pick it up? Pick it up, pick it's it up. It's been okay, a minute. Yeah. I haven't done this in so long. This what, podcasting? Yeah, literally <laughs> podcasting. I know it has been a minute. Okay. So 
I feel like it's really, it was really just a testament of what the whole main point of the book is going to be, which is about coming into yourself on your own terms. Mm. Haven't finished the book, so this my opinion on this might change. Stay tuned. Um, but the opening sentence itself, which Samurai, if you don't mind reading, is super powerful. For sure. Um, well, there's kind of like two first sentences, but I'll read the one that I think you want me to read. It says, nothing bad ever happens to happens to me. It's all to learn and grow. That's exactly the one I wanted you to read. Okay. And because I feel like, especially this year, a lot of bad things have happened for sure, without a doubt. However, there were, I feel there were bright sides of this year mm-hmm. for, and you know, mm-hmm. that might look different person to person, Wow! but I think if we focus so much on everything bad that happened this year, that we couldn't grow and realize, okay, yeah, this setback happened, but how did I bounce back or how do I plan on bouncing back? Mm-hmm. Like, because if you just stay there in that moment, nothing's going to happen. You're just going to be stuck. And who wants to be stuck? Now that's very uncomfortable. You're right. But like, I don't know. If you don't realize you're stuck, like if you don't have the self-awareness to know that you're stuck, it probably seems comfortable. Mm, But that was a good point you just made, talking about knowing how self-aware you are. Mm -hmm. I actually, I just took a self-awareness test at work because we were doing our own little reading book club type thing we read this book called the happiness advantage by mm. sean anchor which i highly that. recommend okay yes are you gonna really do good. a book review on it i want to read it oh i totally can i just realized yeah totally i will do that okay stay tuned on our site um uh, but basically oh dang i lost my train of thought it was about happy it was ha- self-awareness self-awareness, self-awareness. Yes. So I took this test and it it's really an emotional intelligence test, but I feel like that has to do with you being self-aware. Like me even thinking to take an emotional intelligence test, that's like step one. Like, okay, I wanna real I wanna know where I'm where I'm lagging and where I can grow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I mean, one, you need people supporting you to get there, to get to that point where it's like, you know, you feel like, okay, I need to check myself almost. Mm, Yeah. And so I took this, I took this emotional intelligence test and I got an 80, which is, which is passing. And that's so weird that there's a grade to it. I don't like it. True, but it's it's a scale. It's a scale. Okay, heard. So I passing just like that didn't come from the test itself. That came from me. That came from um, the years of academia being like yes, shoved down our throats. Right. Gotcha. That's exactly where that came from. Okay. But basically, it told me that I I am a self aware person, mm-hmm. and I'm so self aware that I'm aware of other people's. So you're like an empath. Yes. Almost. To where like almost and. Almost, and also that I am so self-aware that sometimes it can be damaging. To your detriment, period. Yes, to That's my detriment. For sure. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the word that I was looking for. Um, and I'll also link that emotional intelligence test that I took when I do this book review. So, Good, I want to take it. Yeah, and I think, and there were some people on my team who, you know, didn't <laughs> didn't score as high as I did. Um, or scored were even higher high? than me. Oh, okay, I was wondering, like, were you the highest? No, I, there was one person higher than me. She had an 81. Interesting that, um, were they, so, like, I bet women have higher scores, like, gen- across the board. Like, that's just me making a guess, but, like, I could see that being the case. True. It, it definitely varied. It, the numbers were varying across the board. All right. But, um, basically there were some people who didn't score that high and so they took that as all oh, crap like right you know, yeah because they the almost took it- scale thing it makes it feel like you know we are we are we just know in our heads that 70 is passing generally so true but also the test gives you a little snippet at the end of it that explains your score so i think it was the score explanation that got them down a little bit not the score itself oh my gosh how was the explanation part i mean the explanation like 
here's the thing it wasn't a bad explanation it's like okay you have some self-awareness but here's where we can work and i think when people like any type of point where it's like you're not perfect or you're not it makes you feel like you're not good enough like you're not more than enough you automatically shut down wow the way she just threw our book title in that sentence (laughs) effortlessly wow it's like a movie it's like she is the co-founder of she little red wow oh my god amazing claps for lana that's so that's so interesting that is so interesting did it bother you that you didn't make like a higher score uh not really i mean i it not gonna lie it did help when i heard other people's scores i was like okay it could have been worse Um, okay but when i read it i was really like i really was not paying attention to the number i really wanted to read the explanation to be like okay this is where i need to improve this is where i'm at this is what i'm good at and so on and so forth mm-hmm. so anywho um just from that opening statement i think it's very much saying like okay you may get down sometimes but guess what you're going to pick yourself back up again eventually. Might not happen when you want it to, and it might not happen right this second, but you can do it. Everything bad that happens to you doesn't have to stay that way. Like, that doesn't have to be your defining moment or, you know, a defining period of your life even. Like, you can come back from this. But, yeah, so basically, like, it sucks in the moment, but looking back, you're almost oddly glad that it did happen. And kind of my example for that was, we better make it a little personal. Okay. I left my mom's house when I was 17, and I came to Alabama. I only knew my family, like, on my dad's side. I didn't know anybody else, like, no high school friends who happened to be going to the same school as me, like, nothing. I knew no one at UAB coming into it. So, of course, I had major anxiety. I just came from this, you know, unfortunate situation that happened. But somehow I was expected to live life, you know, move on and live my life. And looking back five years later, I'm like, wow. It's almost like, oh, my gosh, a TikTok that I just thought about. But it's where it's like, (laughs) but it's like, you know, you're thinking back on something and you're just like wow like oh my gosh like I came so far from that situation Mm. so because at first when I read that sentence I was like what but then I was like wait but that's right you know Mm -hmm. no that's so deep and so true like the growth that you experience when you're in the shit it's it seems like the shit will never end you know what I mean and you can't even imagine life after the shit that you're in which is why you know you're probably like at least for me I usually like if I'm in a terrible like place I'm usually depressed like my mental health is not where it needs to be either um and when you said that it reminded me of this morning I was going through my notes getting ready for today and I saw some notes that I wrote like post breakup so that was like a year ago or two years ago at this point probably what is time almost two years I don't even really know it's a pandemic (laughs) (laughs) um and I was so frazzled like I could tell in what I was writing in my like journal type of situation I was just trying to get the like crazy thoughts from my head and onto paper because that was helping me and I was in a therapy and it was helping me in my therapy sessions but looking back now as someone who's healed and grown from it um I was just shook I was like wow I I seem so like discombobulated nothing is there's no flow to what I'm saying it's like just a bunch of sporadic thoughts and it was like a really it was like It was hard to look at, but it did make me recognize how much more secure in myself that I feel at this point. And just in general, you know, the growth is really like you don't you don't realize when it's happening to you. But like they say in the foreword, you know, the bad thing is happening for you in a way. 
So sometimes it's about your perspective and the way that you frame or, you know, <laughs> hindsight's 2020. So like it seems a lot more clear in my head now, but obviously back then I probably couldn't, you know, maybe see that side of the of the perspective. Right, right. No. And I'm glad you brought that up because there was a sentence in there, or a quote, I should say, where she says, we allow the expectations of others to shape our own experiences. And it made me think of like almost like the evils of social media and influencers. And because that's like a huge thing. It is huge. And I think especially for this new generation of people and kids and teenagers like that's a huge thing for them when that wasn't around when we were growing up or even our parents for sure and it it wasn't as in your face as it is now yeah I was about to say like there were celebrities and things like that but you only got to see their lives through like the tabloids and like you know it was somewhat removed from, it wasn't instantaneous. It wasn't like, you know, you see them literally going through them finding out that they're cheating. Usually we know, like at the same time, they know, you know what I mean? We're all right, finding right. together and you get to watch real time how people like react. And you, you know, that's, that's new. <laughs> Right. And it also made me think of my sister, uh, my younger sister, and how, you know, she'll look at some of these people and be like, oh my gosh, like, I wish my body was like her, or Mm. I wish my personality was as bright as hers is, or I wish I was, you know, all of these things of these influencers. Like, I, I constantly try to tell her all of this is not real like this isn't an accurate representation of life like you and she's such like she's such like I talk about this a lot with y'all like she's such a cool kid and she's as as AF she's dope AF (laughs) yes and she's like she thinks brighter than I did at her age like Mm -hmm. she's very self-aware for her age she pays attention to politics way more than I did at her age and is like really into it youth will save us all dear god please (laughs) (laughs) and I don't like when I hear her say these things about herself I'm just like if only you could see what I see in you oh my god I'm crying and you know it just breaks my heart but it's something that we have to learn from and I don't know I don't even know how to tackle that one that one's hard right like it just breaks my heart you know I feel like you do your best to raise like a strong woman but it's difficult social media is really hard you know it is and sometimes you truly need to take a break And there was another quote that I feel like kind of wraps up what we're saying. Like, when we don't focus on our inner light, it dims. So when you're so focused on other people's lives and what they got going on and constantly trying to update your feed and stay up to date, it's like, okay, but what's what's happening in your world? What are you doing towards your goals and your aspirations in life? Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you just need to step away from it all and focus on you. That's so true. And that comes with being self-aware, you know, being able to recognize like, okay, I'm spending a lot of time on social media right now. And I think it's, you know, affecting me negatively right now. So let me take a step back, whatever you got to do. And that honestly kind of, this is the last point I'll make um, about the forward, but on page I can't read Roman numerals, yo. Okay, I think it's eight. Wait, no. X is, is X 10? Yes. Okay, and V is five. Mm -hmm. So 16, it's on page 16. What the heck? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, it's on page 16 of the forward, guys. It says, we don't prioritize time with ourselves. We rarely set aside moments to be still to access our center. And the bottom line is, oh, when we don't focus on our inner light, it dims. I was yes. reading into the quote you just said. That's crazy. We're on um, the same wave, though. For real. Um, always. Yeah. that I underlined it because I really want to start prioritizing meditation in my day. 
that and exercise, like I feel like they kind of go, you know, they're both really good for you. So I'm trying to do that. Right, right. But that brings us to the introduction, everyone. Intention. Um, I had a couple points on <laughs> the forward still. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I said, we're moving I did- on. <laughs> she said, thank you. Next. <laughs> um, but all I, the only couple points I had left to say was there was this other quote that where she said, there are times when everything is in perfect balance and times when we just quite aren't in sync. Mm. And... I definitely like relate to that because there are times where I'm like, yes, I have all of my shit together. Like everything that I need to get done is done. Everything is where I need it to be. And then there are times where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to do this, 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 and this. And I'm so behind with this. And it's like, you have to give yourself grace, you know? Mm-hmm. And kind of like you said earlier, that quote where it says this bad thing isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. I feel like all of the complexities of life are just stepping stones into what's coming next for you. Ooh, I like that. Perspective. Perspective. But okay, now I'm done with forward comments and we can move to introduction. I love it. Okay, we're moving on. Thank you. Next. Looking for an age-appropriate gift for a teen or tween that incorporates reading with beauty? Beauty in a Book Box is a quarterly subscription box company for tweens, teens, and adults. Each box is professionally curated by an educator, nurse, and cosmetologist. All boxes include accessories and beauty products. Established in 2019, their purpose is to align literacy and personal care. Beauty items can range from makeup, skincare, to hair products. They offer book options for the teen and adult box. One-time gift options can also be found on their website. Use our code BAABB16 for 10% off your first box. So, introduction. Samra, since you since you, you know, wanted to fast forward through my points, I'm kidding. I know, I must have something special to say about the introduction, right? <laughs> right. So shoot your shot, girl. Right. Well, girl, I do. Honestly, I came Ooh. prepared. <laughs> Um, yeah, season two is different, guys. I'm coming prepared. We're changing. We're morphing. We're together. learning. Love to see it. Um, yeah, okay, so I guess I'll start with the quote because we love to read the quote first. Yes, we love a good quote. What comes from the heart touches the heart. Deborah Welteroth, my mom. Honestly, I don't have much to say about the quote, to be honest with you. Do you? I low-key already forgot it and you just said it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was what comes from the heart touches the heart. I mean, it's, that's great, you know? <laughs> I feel like it's like, be honest because that's gonna touch people more than, you know, if it's, if it's coming from the heart, it's gonna, it's gonna res- resonate with someone versus, you know, maybe like you don't have, maybe this is like, another thing like where it's like you're more than enough you don't have to be someone you're not in order to impress someone like what comes from the heart what is real to you is ultimately what's gonna like attract your the right people to you and stuff yeah no for sure okay so that was me coming up with something But the first point I wanted to make was um, this little comment that's talking about a girl's confidence. And why is that my first point? Okay, go. It was pretty iconic. It says that um, research tells us that on average, a girl's confidence peaks at just nine years old. And when I read that, I was like trying to trying to think about when my confidence peaked. And I can totally see like... I just have this, it's right when you hit puberty, honestly, everything goes downhill (laughs) because before that you're, at least for me, I feel like I was really confident in myself. I was easygoing. And then after that, I started to get more anxiety. I think also because that was around the time, like nine years old, fourth grade, that was right when I moved from um, this tiny small town in Louisiana to Hoover, Alabama and started going to like school in Birmingham. And so 
you know, not only is the, are you kind of hitting puberty, but I was thrown into a new situation. And I think that that's, I can literally pinpoint when my anxiety started. And that was, that was the moment for me. So I really resonated with the whole thing about confidence peaking. Yeah, for sure. And when you said, oh, that's when I realized my anxiety, like I had anxiety. I was like, LOL, my whole life, anxiety, 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 wow. anxiety. Wow. Like I cannot remember a time where I wasn't anxious about something. Mm. Um, I'm constantly filled with anxiety, which like now I feel like it's better managed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is a question I was going to ask. When did your confidence peak? Because mine didn't until I was 22. You know, that was a year ago, bro. Autumn said the same thing. And I, I was like, well, I was trying to track it. And I, I think I drew like a graph and it started. It started high. I really did because I was so interested. I was intrigued by this whole whole confidence study so I was I was thinking about it and I think it peaked at nine it went downhill and then it came back up it was like a it's like a it's like a slope like a slope or whatever so it goes Mm -hmm. it starts at like a a one point and then it goes down and then it comes back up and I think that now it's kind of you know it's continuing to go up so I'm happy with that but um Autumn told me the same exact thing. And I was like, I wonder how Alana feels. And so, you know, here we go. Here we are. Here we are. Like crazy, you know, and and it's interesting. Like, please, please DM us and send us when you feel like your confidence peaked because I'm really interested. Yeah, because when I thought about when she's, you know, said a girl's confidence peaks at nine, I was like, LOL, I don't even remember much when I was nine. Hashtag trauma. And and that's on period. And I was just, I was like, when, like, when did, when have I felt the most confidence? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, it wasn't until a year ago when I, when I was 22. And I think it was because, you know, I really started feeling like things were falling into place where I needed them to be. Because I think for a lot of my life, I'm like, okay, like I have good grades, like I'm doing all these right things. I'm checking off all these societal boxes. But was I really truly happy in those moments? Was I confident in myself in those moments? Yes. Um, and I don't feel like, yeah, and I feel like it grew over time. But that that's definitely when my peak happened was when I was when I turned twenty two. When I was twenty two, I don't even know if it was when I turned twenty two. Some sometime in the realm of twenty two, that's when it happened. Twenty two. And I still love to see it. Right, and I still think I still don't think I'm fully there yet, and I think that's okay. And it's like, yes, generally I can be confident, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of circumstantial of basically what's going on in my life right now. So I feel like there are definitely those people who are like, you know, you know, and you know them like they are confident all the time. And but even those people, you really don't know what's going on with someone truly um, until you one ask and to just really understand who they are as a person. And I feel like you have to understand yourself first. Yes, that's so important. Getting yourself right. Right. Again, self-awareness. Yes. At the end of the day, this is all self-awareness. Right, right. This all, it always comes back. So so I have a feeling we're going to say self-awareness a lot in this season. Period. Um, Okay. So my next, my next point is on page um, 20 Mm -hmm. of the introduction. And it's, it's kind of towards the bottom of the page and it says being a being an FOD basically Shonda Rhimes coined the term first only different is that probably in your notes too yeah it's so dope and it, it says being an FOD in your field comes with a unique responsibility and a powerful opportunity to rewrite rules to redefine norms to represent for the communities that haven't been haven't had a seat at the table before 
Yes, and for those who don't know what FOD uh, means, the definition, it's you are saddled with that burden of extra responsibility, whether you want it or not. It's not only your shot, but everyone's. Yeah, like, I'm kind of, I have mixed feelings about this. Like, it is true, but I hate that that responsibility is put on you. It's like, I didn't ask to be the first like I am just doing what I'm doing and like I Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's not my fault that y'all didn't elect or like hire or whatever the case may be someone that looked like me and you know before now and so now I have to like Obama I have to represent all black people and like I have to be perfect otherwise they're going to say this about me and that about me and I almost want to give the first only difference the freedom to like be whoever they want to be you know right if that it is a lot of responsibility if that type of responsibility takes like the joy out of you know whatever it is that is happening for you then scrap it like i i totally see what she's saying what shonda rhimes is saying and i think that that is so powerful that you're the first and you know but like don't feel like you have to be someone else again going back to that first quote like what comes from the heart will touch the heart you know so just be you and i think that's what elaine kind of ultimately made up in her mind was just to be yeah and that wasn't enough Right. I think I think that's honestly what Shonda was saying, too. She just coined the phrase like I feel like there was never a word or a phrase or something to like describe that feeling okay. of what you were just saying. Mm-hmm. So this is it. First, only different. Heard. Okay. So FOD like you are like, yes, absolutely. Congratulations. You just hit this major milestone, not just for yourself, but for your community. But now you're almost burden with these responsibilities it's exactly it's exactly what she's saying like yeah basic like basically lonely yeah it's long it is but at the same time like it's it's needed also so i think that it's a balancing act for sure it is totally like you have to understand the place and the position that you've been given and where you're where you are compared to others before you who fought for that mm-hmm. and others who will come after you because you made that milestone that's such a good point like at at the end of the day you do kind of have to recognize like yes the people before you like you have to do it for them at the end of the day right and so like i guess my best example is voting like there are so many people people who fought for our right to vote as black people Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. now if you don't go vote it's disrespectful right and as women but now it's like if you don't use that power to voice vote and let your voice be heard it's almost disrespectful to all of those people who sacrificed so much for you and now okay yes you have to check yourself and i think to check yourself in that point is understanding how elected officials work what their positions are, what they do for your community, mm-hmm. how important this vote truly is, and then mm-hmm. teaching who comes after you. Yeah. To understand how important it is. Period. So I feel like it's not kind of like, you know, how she's saying it's not a bad thing. It's it's almost not a burden. It's it's a, a social responsibility, yes, but also at the same time you have to balance you have to balance it out basically. I like, guess you I- have to be good. And yeah. <laughs> Period. I mean, I just hear the word responsibility and I'm immediately turned off because I'm just like, nope, not having it. I don't want to be responsible. I don't. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Definitely. <laughs> like that. Like not saying it's not any pressure at all. Don't put sure. that on me. <laughs> Mind your business. Right. But here you are because you know I thought about it too. And what happens if she what when when period when she well what blows up she what what never heard of them. <laughs> She, I got in a group. She, and I just, words are going everywhere. She, she well read, <laughs> blows up in the podcasting community. Period. And what if we're the first women of color podcast to actually blow up and like be a household name? Like we're going to have a certain type of social responsibility if and when that happens. Well, speaking into existence, Lana, and if we get there, you know, I'll be responsible if we get there. I owe that to She Well Read and to myself and all that. And in the community. And the general community. Yes, 
I think <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Right. You know, it's all growth here. All growth. Um, but a point I'm gonna bring it back in the book just a little bit. Sure. In this in, in this introduction, she talks a lot this repetitive theme of representation, which is something I think we'll see a lot in this book. Mm. Um, but she talks about how you know growing up, Oprah was you know one of the people, everyone's favorite TV auntie. Like mm. Oprah was the prominent black female figure we saw on our televisions who had a daily talk show who was prominent in the community and just imagine the social responsibility that she had during that time and still does have and how she used that to grow herself and also grow the space to make room for us if that makes sense I mean she started the Oprah network right she has her own network now like that's bonkers to think about good But, but it's awesome right go Oprah well deserved but the rep but the representation we've seen in the media doesn't always match what we see in the mirror and especially with the representation of black women um for example seeing you go you see light-skinned women more than you see dark-skinned women they're not as represent they're not as represent ah represented yes they're not as representative because of colorism and um how that's changing and how I, sh- I say representation is changing and my example for that is Fenty versus Victoria's Secret Rihanna completely blew them out of the water pretty much because Victoria's Secret said we don't want to see you we're not that's not what we're trying to do over here and so Rihanna said bet and now look yeah she turned (laughs) she flipped their world upside down right and then you know elaine being promoted to the lead of teen vogue and how that made headlines because you know she was a black girl making history literally and it is a lot to carry on your shoulders for one person but again i feel like yes it is absolutely but what am i trying to say i don't know it's almost like it's all worth it at the end of the day day. period i mean it is it really is to for all these women or little girls who are watching the fenty show versus the victoria's secret show you can find yourself in the fenty show and see someone that looks similar to you and that's so different than when we were growing up and everybody was stick thin white usually um you know just like your average run-of-the-mill like 90s models right exactly and so um i think another thing i I had in my notes it's the things we underestimate about ourselves are the things that will help us create our own magic yes yes i love when elaine talks about creating magic in her little sliver of space because she talks about how she was so torn um, between her black side and her white side, something that mm-hmm. like makes kids totally understand and something that, you know, I don't understand. But, you know, as someone who's like a first generation American, I feel like I have my own type of gray area where I'm like, you know, not black enough, but also not African enough because of certain things in my life. So I feel her and, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to like toot my own horn, but I feel like I found a way to celebrate within my little sliver. And that's something that, you know, when my confidence was at its lowest, I really didn't understand that. So Mm. You know, we made it. We made it. We're here. Thank God. Mm -hmm. And sorry, I don't have my book in front of me, um, but I do have this note that I did want it to get said um, what this book is. And it's at the end of the intro. If you Mm -hmm. could find that. Could you read that for me? What this book is. Yes. This book is not a career manual because I believe only you can write your own blueprint for success. Though I do share some of my hard-earned lessons that I am still learning to live by. Um, it's kind of it's kind of long, but I'll just read the whole thing because it's kind of, you know, the main point. Right. It says, this is not intended as self-help, though I do open up about how I have overcome fear again and again through faith. 
This is also not the story of how Team Vogue got woke, <laughs> though I do reflect on how I woke up to the power of my own voice and how I learned to use it to advocate for what I believe in. Instead, consider this book a love letter to anyone who's felt othered, overlooked, overwhelmed, underestimated, undervalued, and still chooses to overcome. We are so excited to announce that we have partnered with one of our favorite podcasts, Kinda Adulting, to bring you a spring book drive. The purpose of the book drive is to donate books to middle school girls who are currently in juvenile centers. Both ourselves and Kinda Adulting are working to encourage more girls to read by offering more interesting, representative options of literature. The book drive will begin on April 7th and end on April 19th. Please consider donating and sharing the book drive link located on all of our social media and in today's episode description with your friends and family. And that's a mic drop moment. Like when I read this, I could have started crying. I was like, wow. Okay, girl, you wrote this book for me. (laughs) I I did start crying, just FYI. (laughs) Amazing, amazing. It is amazing. So I'm really excited to see where this book takes us, what journey we're about to go on, and just overall excited to be here, excited for season two. Yes, I really like this book. I'm glad you picked it. I feel like you know my seasonal depression is setting in so this is exactly what i need a nice little pick me up on god yeah so here we are we're back in action we want to hear from you here goes my usual little song and dance reach out to us <laughs> at chewallredqa at gmail.com we want to hear from you we truly 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 want to hear from you oh and, and- there's an addition oh. that you gotta stick in the song and dance. Were you thinking about the P.O. box? Yes, ma'am. I was getting there. Yeah. I was getting there. I shouldn't have interrupted because I, I should have known you would have it covered. That's okay. That's okay. People inter- underestimate me all the time, but here I am. This book is for you. <laughs> so weak okay but yes you can now send us things send us letters send us your art send us i don't know a cake um but you can send it all to our p.o box um it is p.o box 1725 gardendale alabama 35071 for all business inquiries you can always reach out to us at shewellread at gmail.com and we will see you next time see ya peace bye Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Read to stay in the loop. Also, be sure to send us listener letters, fan mail, or PR to our new P.O. Box, 1725 Gardendale, Alabama, 35071. And remember, if you have anything to add, comment, suggest, feedback, send it all to SheWellReadQA at gmail.com or post about it in our Facebook group. And for any business inquiries or collabs, send us an email to shewellread at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, download, and leave a review for today's episode. We love you and stay well read. Bye! Bye.